Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kamet daf Ayin Gimel. We are holding on Ayin Gimel Amaral from the top line at Mai Bay Nayu. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Adeline Nishmas, his mother, Goldaba Simchala Shalom, as well as by Daniel Sadian for the success of Cloud Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. They should return home safely and also on behalf of for Shalema, for Rachel Basarachaya and for Altka. Aaron Naftali Hertz Ben Shandel, the Shmotav for Shlema, the Soch Shar Chole Yisrael. So, the first thing we're going to discuss is really uh, what takes up the majority of the daf, and that is the discussion about Edim Zomimin. So, we learned yesterday at the end of the Shir that we have a machlokas between Abaye and Rava that are Edim, whether Edim Zomimin are Mikanal Abau Nifsal or Lamafreya Nifsal. Do we say that they become possible only from the moment that we uh, declare them as Edim Zomimin, that we show them to be Edim Zomimin? or did they go back to the time of their Haggadah's Eidos when they actually said the Eidos that was false and that's when they become Psulim that's when uh, they become Rishayim so the Gemara uh, today is going to have enough Gemina um, between the two explanations of why Rava holds that it's only Mikanul Abon if something Abaye Shita is the one that makes more logical sense that after all they, they lied uh, back then so that's when they were Psulim why would you assume that they're only Pasul Mikanul Abba so yesterday we, closed, we finished with two explanations of why Rava holds that way. So today we're going to start with the Nafkamina between those two explanations, and then we're going to ask Akasha Anabaye from our Mishnah, and that's why we're quoting this whole Machlokas over here, because our Mishnah is, uh, is, is serves as a Kasha Anabaye, and the Gemara is going to come to some halachic conclusion in this, uh, in this Machlokas Abaye and Rava. Then the Gemara is going to suggest that the Machlokas Abaye and Rava is really a Machlokas Tanaim, and then the Gemara is going to say, ah, not really, there's a Another way to explain that Machlokas Tanaim, where it's not the same as the Machlokas Abaye and Rava. And then on Ahmed Bey's, the Gemara is going to discuss another Machlokas Abaye and Rava, and that is whether Hakhasha Tchilas Hazamahi. Let's say Edim became Mukhashim before they became Muzamim. So do we assume that you still do Kasha Zamam on them, or do we say, no, they've already been dismissed as Edim because of the Hakhasha, and therefore we don't do Kasha Zamam? You can, do we assume that Hakasha is on the path toward Hazama, Tchilas Hazamahi, or that they're separate things? And once Hakasha is done, so the Edim are done, and therefore Hazama is a totally unrelated entity. So uh, let's begin. Again, top line of Ayn Gimel Amalf, Mai Benayu. So, what are we asking Mai Benayu about? We're asking Mai Benayu between the two explanations for Shitas Rava. Rava had said that if uh, Adam testify on January 1st that Reuven killed Shimon, and then uh, on February 1st, other Adam come and say, So if someone got married on January 15th, and these Adam were the Ede Kiddushin, So Rava says, Mukudeshes, of course Mukudeshes. They only become puzzles starting February 1st. Well, why on earth would that be, that they'd only become puzzles starting on February 1st? So we had two explanations. One explanation is, well, the whole idea of Edim Zomim is a Chiddush, because the Maichaz Tzayis Lahani, Tzayis Lahani, Tzayis Lahani, the whole idea that when we have two Edim against two Edim, we're just going to automatically, unquestioningly believe the second Edim and dismiss the first Edim as liars, so that's a great Chiddush, and therefore in the Chabal Ella, Mishas Chidusho Ve'elach, 
the Chiddush that these Edom are untrustworthy goes back to only to the time of the Chiddush itself, of the time of Azama. And the other explanation for Rava was that uh, people are going to lose out. They're going to have these Edom siding on Shtaros throughout the entire month of January. Comes February 1st, it's going to turn out that they're going to discover that all of their Shtaros are possible. So because the Lukuchos are going to lose out as a result of this. So they had to make a Takana that the Edom Zomin are going to be, uh, are, are, are only going to become possible, Mikan Laba and not Lemafreya. So it says, my Benai, what's enough Kamina between these two Lishonos of the reason for Rava? So the Gemara explains, Naf Kamina is, two Naf Kaminas, Dasidu Betray Lichad, Utre Lichad. If you have two Edom testify about each of the original Edom to be Mazim them, and therefore it turns out each of the original Edom are Huzam Al Yedei, Shnei Edim, so it's two against one on each, uh, on each one, so then there's no Chiddush that we're going to be Makabel the second Edim, because each of the second sets of Edim are two against one, that's how Rashi understands Tulsus points out, what do you mean, why does that help? I mean, the point is that you have two Edim Zomin, and then Ma'ichaz the Samachahani Samachahani, two other Edim come and testify against them, why would I believe uh, this set over that set? Let's say you have two Edim, and then five Edim come on the other side, still, uh, two Edom is the highest uh, level of, Edom, of, of, of proof that there is in Judaism. So what, we just made it four Edom instead of two? What difference does that make? Bottom line is, you had two Edom initially, and now you have four Edom. So you have a set of Edom, and now you have a set of Edom. So why, is that, uh, well, why, why, why does that make it less of a Chiddush? That's why Tulsus and the Rashba uh, explain that what the Gemara means is each of the Edom Arishonim saw the Misa alone. That one of the Edom saw Mechalon Zeh, and the other one saw Mechalon Zeh, and they didn't see each other. Bezdin was Mitzaref, their Edom. And in such a case, when Shnei Edim are made, connected each one of them, Imanu Yisam B'makum Ploni, the whereabouts of each of the Edim is a two against one uh, Edim. Meaning, if the two Edim testified together originally, so then their whereabouts are two Edim also, because each one is saying, I was here and he was there. And the other one saying, I was there also. And we were both there. So they're each testifying that, they, that I was there and the other guy was there. So it's two Edim. So then, having four Edim come against them is not going to help says Tosos and the Rashba. But if each aid was in a different uh, location and they didn't see each other, so they can only testify about their own whereabouts. So uh, as far as their whereabouts are concerned, if you have two Adam that say you were not there and two other Adam say and you were not there, so then it's a two against one on each of them. So that's how Tosos and the Rashba understand Nafkamina number one. So again, Nafkamina number one is that two Adam testify that Ruvain wasn't there and two other Adam testify that Shimon wasn't there. Inam, the their, their names are also Ruven and Shimon, not only the Rotseach and the Nirzach, everyone's name Ruven and Shimon. Another uh, possibility is the Paslinu Begazlanusa, that Edim came to Pasl, the original Edim, not by saying Imanu Yisem, they said you're a bunch of Gazlanim and you're Pasl Edus. So then there's no Chiddush that we're going to believe the second uh, group of Edim, because they're not testifying about, uh, about the same thing that the first group of Edim is testifying. First group of Edim was testifying about a murder, second group of Edim of Edom is testifying about the first group of Edom. So it's about the people. And that, that uh, there's no hachash against. So the hachlish, the amrit, 
mishum chiddush leka. If you're going to say that the whole reason that edim zomin are only mikavnu labo nifsal according to Rava is because edim zomin is some great chiddush. Well, in these two cases, it's not a chiddush. But laachlish adam mishum seidu lekuchos. But if the Yeshua is nebuch the poor lekuchos, they had no idea that these guys were puzzled until it came to light. Well, then ika. Well, then you still have that concern even in this uh, this case. Tosus and the Rashba point and the Rashba point out nafkamin is also as far as dinin nefashos and gitin and kiddushin and edus achodesh because if the reason is because eid zomim chiddushu so then uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't passel them in the mafreya either because eid lechabal mishas kiddusha ve'elach but if it's because of pseidu the lukuchos there are no lukuchos in dinin nefashos and gitin and kiddushin and edus achodesh meaning if it's not a choshemishpat case you don't have to worry about pseidu the lukuchos there wouldn't have been any sort of takana mishum pseidu the lukuchos and then you'd be you'd only passel them you'd only you'd passel them even back to the mafreya not only so that's another nafkamina that the Rishonim point out that the Gemara doesn't mention and the that, that that's a nafkamina that goes in the other direction so it should have uh, mentioned it anyway how do we paskin this machlokas so Rav Papa paskin like Rava in an actual halacha lemaisa case he followed the shita of Rava Ravashi Amar that we in fact paskin like Abaye like Abaye and the Rashi Tevis of the six cases in Shas, where we pass them like Abaye, like Abaye against Rava, is Yal Kigam, and this is one of those cases. Eid Zomeim is one of those cases. Rashi Mesach's Kiddushan Davdun Beis enumerates all of the Yal Kigam. Yud is Yeish Lamidas, whether it's considered Yeish or not. That's a Sugya Mesach's Babatziah, probably the first Sugya most of us learned in our entire lives. Ayin is Eid Zomeim, Eid Zomeim, whether it's Sif Salim Afreya or Mikan Lahaba, that's, that's our machlokas lamid is lechi ha omed me elav asugi in the erevin daf tesvav whether a lechi that's omed me elav is kasher kuf is kiddushin shalonim suru labia kiddushin daf nalef whether such a kiddushin is going to be chal gimel is giloy das levatel get asugi and gitin lamedalid and mem is mumar ochel nevelus laachis asugi masachsan edu daf chavzayin is mumar ochel nevelus laachis going to be kasher leedus. Tosos in Nida Daflam Zayin quotes Rabbeinu Tam that Lamid is different. He changed not Lechi Yomid Me'elav, but Leida Shelo Rasabahen that you may Leida Shelo Rasabahen that is Machlokas whether it counts toward toward the Shivanikim. But the bottom line is everyone seems to agree this is one of them because the Gemara says it right. The Gemara says we pass like Abayu over here, and the reason we pass like Abayu over here is because this is one of the Yal Kigan. So now says the Gemara, why are we quoting this whole discussion? Because we have a Kasha on. On Abaye from our Mishnah Tanan, it says in our Mishnah that if you steal with two Adam testify that a guy steals and two other and, and those same two Adam testify that he either sold the animal or shechted the animal and those two Adam turn out to be Adam Zomin Mishalmin Esakol those Adam have to pay the entire Dalit Vehei to the the guy that they testified about. So my love, she idu al geneva v'chazru v'idu al atvicha. Isn't the Mishnah Torah a case where first they they were made that the guy stole, and then they were made that he shechted v'huzma al geneva, and then they became edim zomin about the edus on the geneva v'chazru v'huzma al atvicha, and then they became edim zomin on the edus about the fact that he shechted. 
But if you're going to assume like Abaye, that an Eid Zomen becomes puzzle Limafreya, Hani, Kivan de Itazmuluhu Agneva. Now, as soon as these people became Edim Zomen, as far as the Gneva is concerned, so now it's a Gloy Muslim Afreya that when they were made on the Tvicha, they were already puzzle. Meaning, once we've shown that, you know, on January 1st they come and they say, Ruvain stole Shimon's, uh, Shimon's ox. And then on uh, January 2nd they come and they say, Now we saw Ruvain Shechted Shimon's ox. And then on January 3rd, Adam come and say, You know what? You testified on January 1st, Imanu Yisim, you were with us on January 1st. Now we know already on January 1st they were liars. On January 1st they were apostles. So doesn't that automatically take the Adels that happened on January 2nd that they shafted the axe and just make it fall away? So they're apostles. So why then should they have to pay for the, uh, for the Tvicha? When they were Zomim on the Tvicha, even though uh, they, they, they were Mazim them on the Adels of the Tvicha, but since at the time that they were made, on the Tvicha, they were already Pasola Edus, it shouldn't be considered uh, Edus to be Mechaev through that, to, to, to be Mechaev the, the payment that Edom Zomen normally have to pay, because the Edus was never acceptable to begin with, Lemefreya, it's Nifsal, and if it was never acceptable to begin with, so then uh, they shouldn't be eligible to be Edom Zomen Now the case must be that they first became Edom Zomen on the Tvicha so, we do, so, so the Edus that pre Preceded the Edus of the Tvicha, as far as we know, was still the Kasher Edus. It was still a time when they were Tzadikim and they were honest people. Oh, so now when they become Huzam on the, on the uh, Geneva, now they're going to have to pay everything. So Amri, so says the Gemara, nah, it doesn't work either. Sof, sof, ki hadri mitazmi a Geneva, but still, at the end of the day, you're going to be Mazim them on the Geneva. And as soon as you're Mazim them on the Geneva, it tells you that they were liars on January 1st. Igloy Milsa, Dichias had. They were already liars on January 1st, and therefore on January 2nd, when they testified that this fellow shechted the animal, they were already liars. They already ate them psulim. And therefore, it, it turns out that their edus about the tvicha was invalid to begin with. Why should they be even eligible to be Edom Zobamin who pay for the tvicha? So the Gemara answers that we're talking about a case, not that they were made on January. January 1st that Ruven stole, and on January 2nd they were made that Ruven shechted. No, they were made all at one time. They came on January 1st and said, a month ago we saw Ruven steal something, and two weeks ago we saw him shecht that very same thing, that very same animal that he stole. So all of the Eidus comes at once, for Huzmu, and then there were Huzam on the Gneva and on the Tvicha. So even though when you were Mazim Eidim, according to Abayi, it's the Mafreya who nifsal, but it's only from the time of that Haggadah and, and and on, at the time of the Edus itself, they were still Ksherim, because even though they're Pasal and Mafreya, they're only Pasal from after the Edus and not from the moment of the Edus itself. Tosus explains why is that the case, that they only become Pasal from after the Edus, because Tosus says that there's a concept called Toch Kedei Dibur Kedibur Dami. So uh, since uh, within Toch Kedei Dibur they could still be Chozer on the Edus, we're not sure they're Rishayim yet. We're only sure they're Rishayim about three seconds after the conclusion of their Edus. So that's when they're Rishayim. That's when they become.
puzzle. But at the moment that they're saying they're edus, they're not yet puzzled. It's a little bit of a funny lush. The Gemara had asked the kasha, and the Gemara gave an answer. And the, in, instead of just giving an answer, it says vihilchasa. It's not a halachic meaning. This is not a hilchasa normally is used. Hilchasa kabai bialkigam. We're paskening a halach in some sort of machlokas. So Tosfos points out that there are a few places in Shas where the word vihilchasa is used as an answer to a kasha that the Gemara asked. So we hear also the word vihilchasa. It's one of these uh, more unusual applications of the uh, of the word vihilchasa. Okay, so now the Gemara explains: Is this machlokas Abayi and Rava already a machlokas Tanaim? The machlokas whether Eid Zomim Mafreu Nifsal or Mikanu Labal Nifsal is it a brand new machlokas or is, is this already a machlokas Tanaim? So Leima Ketanai. Perhaps we can suggest that this is already a machlokas Tanaim in a Brisa. How Yishnayim Midinos. So if two people are made about a guy Shaganav that he stole the Shara and therefore he's Chayiv Kefel Vehin Midinos Hashatavach and those very same Edim test that he shechted that shor and therefore he has to pay dalad vehei. Then vuhuzmuala geneva. The edim became edim zomim on the geneva. So edus about the mutsasa, about the kula. Now that their edus on the geneva is batel, the edus that they subsequently gave on the tvicha was is is an invalid edus because if there's no geneva, you can't be mechayiv him on the tvicha. Yeah, even if they're telling the truth that he shechted an animal, he shechted his own animal as far as we know. So the edim pay kefel as edim zomim. But the, uh, the, the, and the Ganav is entirely potter, uh, because the Ganav didn't do anything wrong at this point. I mean, he's not a Ganav. He, he didn't do anything wrong. Now, in a case where the Edim were not Huzum on the Geneva, but rather Huzmu ala Tvicha, their Edus on the Geneva stands. But their Edus about the Tvicha, they said, oh, we saw he stole on January 1st, and then we saw he shechted on January 15th. And the Edim come and say, Imanu Isam on January 15th. So whom is Kefel? The Edus on the Geneva still stands, so he's still gonna pay Kefel. The Ganav is still gonna pay Kefel, but Mishal Mishlosha. But the Edim Zomin are gonna pay the Shlosha, are gonna pay the extra three, because that that's what they became Edim Zomin on, on the Edus on the Tvicha. Now Rabbi Yossi disagrees with the Tanakama in the second of those two cases, in the case where they were Huzam on the Tvicha, and he's Mechalik between Edus Achas and Shte Eduyos, which we're have to see what that means exactly. When do we say that even if there were Huzam on the Tvicha and uh, the, the, the Eidos on the Tvicha is in this battle, still the Eidos on the Geneva stands and the Ganev is going to have to pay Kefel? That's only Bishte Eduyos. That's only when they were made on the Geneva and the Tvicha in two separate Eduyos. Aval, the Eidos Achas. But if the Eidos on the Geneva and the Tvicha was in a single Eidos, Eidos about Mutsas, about the Kula, once you make them Eidim Zomban about the Tvicha, then they because then, then the Edus on the Geneva falls away as well, and the Ganav is not going to have to pay Kefel. So says Mar, my eduyos umai achas. What is Rabbi Yossi talking about? What does he mean when he says shte eduyos and edus achas? And again, all of this is to try to understand Rabbi Yossi, how he disagrees with the Tanakama, and then to try to connect that back and say, oh, the same machlokas Rabbi Yossi and Tanakama is the machlokas Abaye and Rava. So my bishte eduyos my edus achas. If it means that it's literally it means it was two sets of Edim. That one set of Edim was made that Ruvain stole. And then another set of Edim was made that Ruvain shechted. And Be'edus Achas means And therefore, Edus Achas would mean same set of Edim that testified one day that Ruvain stole, and two weeks later they came and they testified that Ruvain shechted. So I'm Rabbi Yossi. 
Vam Rabbi Yossi, and on that Rabbi Yossi says Be'edus Achas, meaning Bikas Achas, uh, that if it's Edus Achas, which again we're defining as same set of Edim, but not the same Edus that they're testifying first on the Geneva and then later on the Tvicha, when they're first made on the Geneva and then afterwards they're made on the Tvicha, when they become and Rabbi Yossi is saying, oh, now it's an Edus Shabbat and the whole Edus on the Geneva is Batal and the Ganav doesn't have to pay anything. That doesn't make any sense. Where would Rabbi Yossi learn such a din that the Edus on the Geneva is automatically Batal? The Edus on the Geneva and the Edus on the were two totally separate Eduyos and they were two weeks apart from each other. So just because you're Mazin, this set of Edim about their testimony about the Tvicha, that was two weeks later. The, the Edus on the Geneva should still stand. It would make no sense that Rabbi Yossi would argue in that case. So we must be misunderstanding what he means when he says, Eduyos and Edus Achas. Elav, Eduyos. No, what does he mean when he says, Eduyos? Be'edus Achas Ke'en Eduyos. Mind me, who? What is Edus Achas Ke'en Eduyos? What we thought the definition of Edus Achas was, that's really the definition of Shtei Eduyos. Shtei Eduyos is the same set of Edim that testify one day on the Geneva, and on some later date they testify about the Tvicha. Aval be'edus achas, but if it's literally edus achas, meaning bebas achas, that they're being made on the geneva and the tvicha all at the same time, betoch k'deidibor of the edus of the geneva, they're also made on the tvicha, then lo, then the ganav is not going to have to pay kefel, even though they were never huzam on the geneva. Because at the time that they're huzam on the tvicha, they become pasal mafreya from the time that they were made, and since they were made on the geneva and the tvicha all at the same time, it's one edus to Apostle them on the Geneva as well. So you can't be Mikhail the Gan of Kefel based on their Edus on the Geneva because they were Apostle for the Edus on the Geneva. Their Edus on the Geneva and their Edus on the Tvicha was all wrapped up together. Ooh, so it turns out that the Machlokas Rabban and Rabbi Yossi is in a case of one set of Edim that come and are made on a Geneva and then within the same Edus, they're made on a Tvicha as well. So if you're Mazen them just on the Tvicha, do we say that the Edus on the Geneva also becomes bottle? So what's the Nekuda Samachloka? So again, the case is, uh, Edim come, all on, they're there on January 1st, they say one testimony. They say that on December 1st, uh, Ruvain stole Shimon's animal, and on December 15th, Ruvain shafted Shimon's animal, and that's our Edus. And then two other Edim come and say, oh, December 15th, you're saying you saw him shaft the animal? December 15th, you were with us in, uh, you know, in Europe. You weren't anywhere near here on uh, December 15th. So they were mazing them only on the Edus of the Tvicha, but the Edus of the Tvicha was said mamish at the same time as the Edus on the Geneva. So you have this machlokas, Rabbanan, and Rabbi Yossi, do we still, does the Edus of the Geneva remain intact? Or do we assume that that becomes Huzam as well? So the Savrua, we're assuming, that everyone holds that as long as the two Eduyas are betok de Dibor, that's simultaneous. That's a tok de Dibor is Kedibor Dami. My love, So what then are they arguing about? The Rabbanan Savri Mikanullah Baonifsal. The Rabbanan hold that an Eid Zomeim only becomes possible from the time that he's made and on. The Kivindami Shaito Kamitazmi. And since it's only from the time that they became Huzam, they become possible and not. 
not the mafreya at tvicha to become tazmi itazum. I can tazmi lo itazum for the tvicha that they became edim zomim about. So good, that's a that's edus hazama. But on the geneva that they never became edim zomim about, that edus still stands, and therefore the ganav is still going to be chayv kefel. But Rabbi Yossi suffer the mafreya nifsal. Rabbi Yossi says that an edzomim becomes pasul the mafreya to the moment that he was made. V'kivin the miyad kiasidu who the mifsli, and since when they were made on the tvicha, they became pasul. So this edus, which is all one unit, is a pasul edus and therefore they become considered edim zomim not only on the tvicha but on the on the geneva as well. Not in the sense that we do kasher zamam to them on the geneva because we have no imanu yisem on the geneva, but in the sense that they're pasul already from uh, that, that the edus on the geneva is a pasul edus and that the ganav is not going to have to pay kefil because after all it's all one edus so the edus on the geneva the edus on the tvicha is all edus achas so it turns out that the machlokas Rabban and Rabbi Yossi um, uh, uh, is it, it preceded the machlokas Rabbi and Rava, but it was really about the same topic about whether Eidzom is mafreyo nifsal or mikan Abba and Abai holds like Rabbi Yossi that the mafreyo nifsal and Rava holds like the Rabbanan that mikan Abba and nifsal. So if I said it quickly enough that uh, you know you're a little bit confused, you can you can uh, yeah I could I could probably pull the wool over your eyes and say this makes perfect sense. But uh, if you think about with the two different conversations we just had right now. Uh, the Rishonim all point out um, the, uh, the the and, and the Marsha points out as well. We just got through saying that edim that are made on the edus of the tvicha betoch de dibor of edus of the geneva, even if they're huzam on the edus of the geneva, they're not considered pasul at the time that they were made on the tvicha afterwards. Even according to the shita that edzomim is mafreu nifsal, because up until toch de dibor. After they finish the edus sheker, they're still they're, they're not yet considered psulim. I mean, we just finished the previous conversation saying, no, no. You, even if you say the mafreyo nifsal, when is the mafreyo nifsal from tochtei dibor after the conclusion of the edus? Right, but anything that happened uh, during the edus, they're not yet considered psulim at that point. And yet now we're saying that even uh, that, that that even that which was tochtei dibor before. They're already considered to be psulim for right. That that's what the mafreyo nifsal means. The mafreyo nifsal means anything that happened within that edus. They're already considered to be psulim for. So Tosa Rush writes that the edim are only puzzle after they're made the edus, like we said earlier in the Gemara, and therefore mechayev them b'kashazamim on 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 this uh, this edus. But the edus itself is certainly going to be misbatel mafreya, meaning. We're not saying that they're Edim Zomamin on the Geneva. We're saying that they're not trusted on the Geneva, that the Edos itself is not a valid Edos. I mean, there are two different dinim. There's a din of doing Kasher Zomam to the Edim because they're, uh, they are Edim Zomamin. That we can't do on the Geneva because we have no Kasher Zomam on the Geneva. But uh, but to say that they're uh, that they're that the edus on the geneva is invalid, that we are able to do. So it says the gemara. The gemara rejects this uh, suggestion. So again, all the gemara did right now is it showed a brisa where it seems that the only way to explain the machlokas Rabbi Yossi and the rabban and the brisa is about whether edzom is mafreu nifsal and mikadu labo nifsal, and that's problematic because Abai and Rava come in like they discovered America, like they have this new idea of uh, machlokas whether mikadu labo or mafreu nifsal, but it's already been a machlokas. So says, no, no, there's another way to explain that machlokas tanaim. 
Maybe if you were to accept the premise that then everyone would agree that it's the Mafreya who nifsal. And therefore, when they were Huzam and the Tvicha, they already become puzzled from the time of the Eidos. And since they were made on the Gneva and the Tvicha all at the same time, that entire Eidos is, is Bato. And, and, and the Rabbanon also would, would, uh, would, would say that with the same thing. But over here, the Machlok Shabbat and Rabbi Yossi is about the very premise. They're arguing whether there's such a principle to call the Rabbanon is not considered the same Dibur. So the Eidus and the Geneva and the Eidus of the Tevicha, even though they were said seconds apart from each other, are not the same edus. So even though you're mazim them about the tvicha, and therefore their edus about the tvicha is nisbatel, and it's edus hazama, but the edus on the Geneva still stands, and the Ganav is still going to have to pay kefel, because that edus on the Geneva that happened a half a second earlier than the edus on the tvicha is still a valid edus. Rabbi Yossi Savar Rabbi Yossi says, no, if the edus on the Geneva and the edus on the tvicha were said, were said within seconds of each other, then it's a single unit of edus. So if you're, if you're Mazim, the Eidus on the Tvicha, the Eidus on the Geneva is going to fall away as well. This is the Machlokas Ask the Gemara, but wait, according to the way we're presenting the Machlokas, it turns out that Rabbi Yossi holds Tokhide Dibor's Kedibor Dami. But is that true? Does that hold throughout Shas that Rabbi Yossi holds Tokhide Dibor's Kedibor Dami? I'll show you a Mishnah. That says not that way. Mishnah talks about a case where you have a chulun animal and a carbon ola and a carbon shlamim uh, all all standing there, and you say harezu tmurasola tmurashlamim. You say that this chulun animal should be tmurasola tmurashlamim. Now it can only be one. It can only uh, take on the kedusha of either an ola or a shlam because an ola and shlam have totally different rules. An ola is kachim kachim, a shlam is kachim kalim, and ola is burnt entirely on his back. The kachim is eaten by uh, any uh, tahar person uh, throughout all of Yerushalayim. You know, lots and lots of different dinim between an ola and a shlamim. So hare tmuras ola. So Allah is, since you said Tumurus Ola, Tumurus Shlamim, Harezu Tumurus Ola, Divir Amir. says it is a Tumurus Ola. Because when a person wants two dinim to be, uh, to be chal on a particular object, his, his das is that if it's shaykh, that both dinim should be chal, great. And if not, then Tfos Loshan Rishon. So if he said Tumurus Ola, Tumurus Shlamim, and the first thing he said was Ola, so that's the one that's going to be binding. Rabbi Yosiomer, im lekach neskavin mitchila. If he really intended that the animal should be both an Ola and since that's an impossibility, it can't be both. We assume that he must have meant that half of the animal shav kedusha sola and the other half shav kedusha shlamim. And therefore, what do you do with it? Let it graze until it develops a mum, and then sell it and use half of the money to buy an ola and half of the money to buy a shlamim. But if he said tumurasola, and it wasn't that he was trying to say tumurasola tumurasola, I want both. To be chal. He says to Mursal, he says, No, I meant to Mursal. He changes his mind. Harezu, Tumurasola. Then it's still a Tumurasola. 
So the Gemara asks, well, if he changes his mind, hey, of course he can't be Chozerbo. You can't uh, change your mind after you already declared that it has Kedusha. No, the Chiddush of Rabbi Yossi is he within a second he changed his mind. So it's still within Tok Dibor. So therefore, we would normally assume Tok Dibor Kedibor Dami that he's still allowed to change his mind. And Rabbi Yossi says, no, he's not. So you see that Shittas Rabbi Yossi is that Tok Dibor love Kedibor Dami, which is in contrast to the way that we explain the Bright. So that Machlokz Rabbi Yossi and the Rabbanon is where the Tok Dibor Kedibor Dami and Rabbi Yossi comes down on the side of the Tok Dibor is Kedibor Dami. Now, the, even if Tok Dibor is Lav Kedibor Dami, that's only to back out on that which you had previously said, the Tok Dibor. But to explain and give further elaboration of that which you said, that that would work, the Tok Dibor, even if the old Tok Dibor is Lav, is, is lav Kedibor Dami. And that's why Tulsus explains that in the Reisha of the Brisa, Im Lekach Niskavin Mitchila Dvarav Kayamim, meaning it's, it's, it's not where he said Zeach Hazel with a, a, a big gap in between them. He said, Tmur Zal, Tmur Shlamim, all de dibor, and since betok de dibor, he can explain that he means uh, that he was ex- he's still able to explain. They're both therefore going to be uh, going to be chal. So answers the gemara amri trey de dibor havi. That you, what we have a stira whether Rabbi Yossi holds tok de dibor kedibor dami or not. You should know that there are two different kedarim of tok de dibor. There are two different time frames that will refer to throughout shas as tok de dibor. Chad kedeshel is talmud the rav. One tok de dibor is the amount of time it takes for a talmud to. Greet a Rebbe, the Chad Kadeshelis Harav the Talmud, the amount of time it takes for a Rebbe to greet a Talmud. Kila said the Rabbi Yossi, when does Rabbi Yossi say Tokhade Dibor is too late? It's not Kadibor Dami. That's Kadeshelis Talmud the Rav. That's the longer Tokhade Dibor of the amount of time it takes a Talmud to greet a Rebbe. Shalom Alecha, Rabbi Umori, where it's got to be four words and probably recited nervously, so a little bit slow. Dinafish, that takes a little bit more time. Kadeshelis Harav the Talmud, but the amount of time that a, that a Rebbe greets a Talmud, Shalom Alecha, Islay. That he holds is a short enough amount of time that that's still called Tochdei Dibor. Now the assumption, uh, the, the premise of the Gemara seems to be that it is normal for a Talmud to greet a Rav, as long as you use the word Shalom Alecha, Rabbi Mori. Problem is there's a Gemara in Brachos, Tafchazayin and Beis that says someone who's no saying Shalom Alecha is Gorim Lechina Shenestalik, that he causes the Shechina to leave Klal Yisrael. So uh, Tulsus explains that's when he's nosin shalom kederech shenosin lechaveiro. If he greets a rebbe as if he's his buddy, he goes and gives him a pat on the back and he says, "Hey, uh, nice, to, you know, great to see you. What's up? You know, something like that." Uh, so that would be a garim l'shchina shenistalik. But to greet a rebbe shalom alecha, rabbi umari, that certainly is uh, acceptable uh, and, and, and encouraged. The rush writes that in Yerushalmi it's mashma that a talmud doesn't give shalom to a rebbe at all. But the das habavli is. A against the uh, Dasi Rishalmi. In, in Shulchan Aruch, in Hilchus Kavad Arav, in Yerodeh, it says, Lo yitein shalom l'rabbo, k'derek shnosin shalom l'shara'am. That you don't greet a Rebbe the same way you greet other people. Your Shochalifana, if you say it be year of the Kavod, you say it with a certain sense of uh, year and Kavod in a way that you wouldn't greet other people. And Rabbi Kivegar says, based on our sugya, that you say, Shalom Alecha, Rabbi Umari, meaning it's not just the words, it's the whole manner with which one, uh, one greets a Rebbe. The Ramah then quotes Yeshom that it, that that Yesh Omrim she'ain tamul l'shol b'shlom rabbo klal, meaning like the sheet of the Yushal, 
tell me that it's something that, and like the, I guess the Pasha saying, so uh, the Chidah writes in Birka Yosef, that's only if your Rebbe doesn't see you. But if your Rebbe sees you and you don't greet him, then something's wrong, you know, then that, that would be a chutzpah. So if he sees you, of course you have to, uh, you, you, have to you have to greet him. Um, the, uh, yeah, so that, that and, and obviously you have to be Meshav Shalom if Rebbe greets. Now the whole sugi of Tolkien De Dibur is a fascinating sugi. Like when do we apply Tolkien De Dibur, Kedibur Dabi, when do we now? We don't have time to get into it right now, but there's a big tumult in the uh, postkin. What if a person takes a nether to give tzedakah, is he able to be chozer tochidei dibur? Do we say that just like uh, by hektish you can't be chozer tochidei dibur, so tzedakah has a din like hektish. They can, in a certain sense, tzedakah does have a din like hektish. That, uh, that, that, that uh, dibur is like a kinyan. That normally, uh, by just saying it, so that's a commitment. So so too with tzedakah, when you say the commitment to tzedakah, so that's a binding commitment. Uh, to tzedakah. So in that sense, tzedakah is like Hagdish. The question is, is it also like Hagdish in Tolka de Dibor, Lav Kedibor That by Hagdish, you don't have the opportunity to back out the Tolka de Dibor. Do we say the same thing when it comes to tzedakah? If Shlomo Zalman has a whole deal, uh, they quote in Halicha Shlomo, a person says Kriyashma before davening, and he has Kavanah to be Yotzi the Mitzvah, and Tolka de Dibor, finishing saying Kriyashma, he realizes that he's still going to daven within this man Kriyashma, and it's better to be Yotze. With with the brachos, so he doesn't want to be yotze before before davening. He wants to be yotze kriyashma in birchoseha. So is his chazara from the kavana lotzes betoch kedei dibur a, a a valid chazara? So he says, as long as he backed out on his kavana within toch kedei dibur of saying kriyashma, that that's a uh, valid chazara. Or do you say no? You can't back out toch kedei dibur of a uh, kavana lotzes. I mean, the the premise of the discussion is something that's a beferish shahalach and shulchan that a lot of us should probably keep in mind, and that is shulchan aruch paskins. Mitzvah Shrikh's Kavana. Where does the Shulchan Aruch say that? In Hilchus Kriyashma. So we have a Mitzvah Dal Rais of Kriyashma every morning and every night. We It's Shrikh's Kavana. person is supposed to have Kavana that I am hereby being Yotze, the Mitzvah Dal Raisa of, uh, of Kriyashma. It's an important uh, Kavana that a person is supposed to have when uh, when one says Kriyashma. Okay, there are a lot of other discussions, but not for right now. So now the Gemara moves on to the next uh, the next Sugya. And that is the Sugya of Hachasha Tchilas Hazama. Right? There are two ways that you could disprove Aden. One way is a second set of Aden comes and says, Imanu Ayisem, you were with us on the day that you uh, claim to have seen this testimony, so then we do Kashazam Lasoslach, there's a Chiddush in the Torah, that we do to them exactly what they wanted to do to the other fellow. But the more classic way to, uh, to, to be Machish Aden is to say, You said Ruvain uh, killed Shimon? No, he didn't. Uh, we were there at the same time and we saw that that didn't happen. They're not being made Imanu Ayisem, they're, they're, they're contradicting the, the Maisa itself. They're saying that the Misa that you claim to have seen just didn't happen. We know that it didn't. Ruvain was with us on that day. You know, Shimon was with us on that day. We know that that didn't happen. So, Amarava, Edim Shuch Shul Besov Huzmu. What if you have two Edim that are made that Plony killed Plony? Ruvain killed Shimon. And then there's a Gemar Din and Beisdin based on that Edus. And then two other Edim come in and them. They testify that uh, Ruvain did not kill Shimon. And then a third group of Edim come and is Mazim, the first group of, the, the, the first group of Edim. They say that the, t- the time that you testified that Reuben killed Shimon, uh, you, you were with us on that day somewhere else. So now, rugged, they are killed as Edom Zomimin. Hachash is like a, a stop on the path toward Hazama. It's not considered that Hachash is a separate thing that already 
nullified this edus. Hachash is the first step toward hazama. Where do I learn such a din from? We have a brisa. We are made about ishploni. That he blinded his uh, Eved's eye and he knocked out his uh, tooth. So it turned out when he blinded the Eved's eye, the Eved goes free, he goes l'cheirus. And then when he knocked out his tooth, the master has to pay for, you know, just like knocking out any Ben Chorin's tooth. And the master is very happy about this Eidus. And then those Eidim become Eidim Zomen. Then the Eidim have to pay Ayin uh, to the Eved. Says Mark, none of this makes sense. Hey if, if we're supposed to read this as it just presented it, that there's no other set of Eidim. All you have is this one set of Eidim that says the master knocked out his eye and then knocked out his tooth. So Kasha number one is it makes sense that they're going to pay the value of the eye to the Eved. If they if he went out lecherus, they're going to have to pay him the value of his eye. Meaning, if the, if the din was paskind al pia dusam, that would mean that the evet is yotze lecherus because of the eye, and the other would not have to pay uh, for that eye. So even when they become husam, we, they shouldn't be chayiv in the demei ha'ayin. They shouldn't have to pay for the eye. The eye was never about the money. The eye was about the cheirus. Second of all, va'od to make kuli evet the If they turn out to be edim zomin, they should have to pay the full value of the Evid to the master because that's what they were really costing the full value of the Evid to the master by saying that the Evid was free Va'od and third problem is Sharia Harav Omer came the master is happy with this Edus Harav Mini he wants an Edus that says Pesheker that he knocked out his Evid's eye and the Evid is now free and then he broke the guy's tooth also now Elav we're missing a piece of the story over here Kigon Dasu Beitrei two Edim came initially and said Hippilashino Vesimayaseino that first he knocked out his tooth and then he knocked out his eye which means he goes free on account of the tooth and he got to pay the much more expensive value of the eye. Eyes are more expensive than teeth. They're being mechaiv, the master, in the value of the eye. And two other Edom came to Amri and they said that the mice happened differently. That first he first he knocked out his eye and then his tooth. So now they're saying the Adon freed him with the knocking out the eye and therefore only owes him the value of the tooth. The and the second set of Edom is being machish, the first set of Edom. And that's the Harav Omer came, because he's happier with that. And the Bryce says, And that second set of Edom turns out to be uh, to be Edom Zomin. So they paid the Demei Ayin Le'evet because they were made Edom Shekhar that the Adon is Chayv to the Evet, only the Demei Shein, and not the Demei Ayin. And even though they're uh, they were they were hukchash first. Uh, they're still commi- they're still going to suffer uh, the kashazamam shmamina chashetchilas hazamihi. The Rava says that's where I got my idea that chashetchilas hazamah. So we'll see. Abayi's response. Bezrus Hashem tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day.